Now, you know this article's good because it comes out of Lad Bible. <laughs> no offense to the, to the author, to the writers over there. But totally anyway, it was truth. written by Stuart Perry. Stephanie Matto built an impressive following on social media after she appeared on the show 90 Day Fiance. The show is kind of like Married at First Sight, where unlikely people are paired together to see whether they can walk down the aisle after spending three months together. With a much larger audience at her fingertips, she ended up getting into the professional farting game. She bottles up her flatulence in a glass mason jar, seals the top shut, and then mails the package out to one of her supporters for a cheeky $1,400 Australian each. (laughs) Miss Maddo explained how she gets her body ready to pump out a load of gas. She said she likes to eat some beans, ah, the magical fruit, a protein muffin, hard-boiled eggs, a protein shake, and some yogurt for breakfast. All those ingredients apparently combine in her stomach to not only produce a lot of flatulence, a lot of flatulence, but also some yeah. proper pungent smells. She revealed in a TikTok oh. video that she made nearly $70,000 in a single week. Stephanie said she gets bombarded with requests nearly every day. And now she's trying to keep up with the demand. Aaron, are you going to rush out after this to buy a bunch of mason jars to start <laughs> selling your farts online? I've been giving these things away for free, man. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea there was a dollar value associated to them. But yeah, I mean, if only I could go back in time, right? And uh, yeah, bottle them all. Uh, you, you know, you know, this is this is something that I'm not surprised with. I should be, but I'm not. And it was ever since Bella Daphne oh, Belle uh, Delphine, was selling yeah, her... Yeah. Uh, that's Delphine, yeah, that's yeah, it. Delphine, my my bad. <laughs> yeah, Daf- uh, Daphne is the Daphne is, Daphne is the Scooby-Doo? stay-at-home nanny in um Frasier. Oh, there you go. Uh, I was thinking Scooby Doo. I thought of Scooby Doo anyway. immediately oh. as well. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, sorry, so go on, I. Aaron. But anyway, since that woman uh was doing what she was doing <laughs> and actually making a ton of money since on that it, woman, I, that woman, woman, I was thinking to my, I was thinking to myself like. Well, yeah, here we go, right? Like, if this is working out there, here we go. Where's it going to stop? Where's it going to... Where's where, I don't know. How how far is this going to go? It's a good question. It, it'll and, stop with a prolapse anus. That's where it'll stop. <laughs> yeah, but by that point, you might be on, you know, close to, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, oh, right? Sure. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, the cost is probably worth it from that standpoint, definitely. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. and, and Lockie, you work um, out. I'm sure you you frequent the odd protein shake. You you know what kind of trouble uh, that can cause. And this is that's just part of this concoction this chick's using. Yeah. <laughs> in order to get this going. I I stay away from that shit now because um I mean when I was younger yeah I got into those protein ways and stuff and you were just constantly farting. It was, <laughs> it, it just wrecks your insides. Um, it I don't recommend. I don't. Need, <sighs> I didn't even notice much of a difference. Like. Just eat more, <laughs> and you'll uh, just eat more, and you'll ta- and you'll put on muscle oh. when you're working out. Um, but the but yeah, uh, on on this actual situation, I don't know. Fuck this person. I got nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a funny it's a funny situation, and I guess you know, good for them that yeah. they worked out a they've worked out a way to be useless and profit from it. I mean, you know, that's good for them, but I'm I don't really respect them. <laughs> 
I, I think they can go fuck themselves. I mean, hey, like, hey, all, you know, hey, call hey, it, look, whatever. At the end of the day, how they've they've created a business, they've found a demand, and they're selling to that demand. Right. Look, it, do, is it the most creative? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But hey, fucking good on them. Hey, I consider this a fetish. Sex work is yeah. work. I think get that bank girl. Mm. I, I'm I'm just <laughs> the only reason I'd say fuck this person is because I am so entirely jealous that I cannot sell my parts. Because I would immediately let us know news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. Will you pay me for my farts? Because I will sell them oh. to you. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do something different. You gotta have your own spin on it. Like. Cough into a jar or something. <laughs> Anyone that can take the easy way out, absolutely. We would all, if we could, if we had bankable farts, then I'm sure we would all go in that direction. How, but, how much for yeah. a jar of your sneeze, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> like a, a Zach sneeze bottle. Oh, you you don't that want that right now after the sickness I'm recovering from, no way. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you're a scientist Becomes that's trying bi- to... Become a biological weapon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. My name is Zach, here with you for the last regular episode for the year and with us, who has been with us every step of the way, I think maybe I think you missed maybe one episode, Lockie, this entire year when Aaron stepped in very kindly to... You're never, you're never gonna let me live that down, are you? <laughs> just, just every, just every opportunity you get, I, you know, I've tr- I was, I wasn't able to make it one time in the last two years, and that's all I hear about. No bloody solid effort is yeah, as you can hear, my awesome co-host, Lockie. Oh, it's always great to have you here, Lockie. Thank you. Oh, so as, much. as always. As always, um, we've made it to the end of another year. My God. <laughs> Did we start this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic? And it's just been endless pandemic shit since then. We started it about six months before the pandemic started. So, <sighs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty much it, been uh, all downhill from here. You can, I guess you can blame I know. us for everything bad that's happened <laughs> since then. <laughs> oh. There's definitely a correlation, isn't there? <laughs> hey. You, you bastards! Oh, yeah. I broke my foot at the start of the start of the year last year. It's been a yeah all over the shop the last couple of years. But hey, oh, it's a great week though. This week, great year, a great person to help us finish off the year once again. Aaron, we have you joining us. Aaron, how's it going? Aaron, good to be back, lads. Good to be back. And just remember, Lockie, that one time that you go down, I know someone can always fill those shoes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There's always someone yourself. else. Yeah. Hey, hey, all- if you, mate, if you want the seat, it's yours. Take it. For the love of God. Behind <laughs> every great man is a greater presenter. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Oh, boys, I'm so excited to get into the last regular episode for the year. Next year, next week, we're going to have our awards episode, which I'm very much looking forward to getting into that one and recording that one. But yeah, I've been, I've been so sick the last few weeks and I'm finally feeling a little bit better. So I'm going to celebrate feeling healthy by poisoning myself a little bit 
just a tiny bit. I'm having having a couple of drinks tonight to celebrate the end of the year, and yeah, um, it's probably going to get a bit loopy on my end. That's for sure. How about you guys? You're feeling loopy? Yep, I'm uh, majorly fatigued, and uh, my mind will slowly, well, probably not slowly, I'll go more rapidly very soon, slip into sweet, sweet insanity. (laughs) And yeah, we got some sweet, sweet insanity to talk about on the show. Holy shit, is is it a packed week for us to finish off the show? We start off the show with farts in a jar, uh, so you best believe we're just going to keep bringing the goods. (laughs) Sorry, what were you saying, Lockie? Oh, I was going to say, is it a paxed week? Paxed, as in the, the convention? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I don't yeah. believe it is, because I think that got cancelled <laughs> back in October. <laughs> but yes, that is a video game thing, Lockie, yes. And also, we did do a thing on it, so, you know, it, it didn't it didn't feel cancelled for us. <laughs> That's right, we were on PAX Radio this year, that was, that was bloody awesome. Oh, we got a, we got, I just got a swag bag from them and I got to say I'm really chuffed because it was a really generous bag. Bloody I finally bloody got I've something. Ch- I'm finally, I'm finally getting shit for this podcast. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to those sexy, sexy beasts over at uh, Audio Technica for that swag Oof. bag. And yeah, shout out to Brendan White for hooking us up with that bloody absolute legend over at the Hungry Gamers. Bloody oath. So, yeah, speaking of the Paxed <laughs> week, should we get stuck into the news? <laughs> to reviews, yes. Now, before, now we do, uh, before we do, Zach, just one thing. I just want to say uh, also, if it's okay with you, uh, shout out to my mate Adrian, who's uh, my favourite Canuck, listening all the way from Vancouver, listens every week, loves you guys. Yo, Adrian! Shout out to him. Oh, big shout Adrian. out to Adrian. Yeah, big yeah. thanks to anyone who's... Mad enough to listen to us every week. Why don't I just insult you? You just (laughs) (laughs) please don't go. We love you. Keep listening. (laughs) I know this is this is the vicious toxic show that we have. We just insult and berate our listeners that that for whatever reason put up with us. Yeah, actually, I should quickly mention before we get started. I know I keep talking about how much news we have to get to, but we we did have a few new listeners over the last week. So welcome to all those new people. Welcome to the madness that is news to reviews. We obviously talk about yeah video game news and then video game impressions. And how about we get stuck into that video game news right now, fellas? Go, go, go. I'm going to start off with some miserable stuff and then we'll finish off with the happiest oh, stuff. Oh, great. So, yes. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Miserable <laughs> stuff. Wonderful. <laughs> bit of a bit. Of, it's all going to be an uphill climb, basically. It just gets better from the first uh-huh. story. So, oh, God. what company has has allowed sexual harassment to happen again? So it's not quite yeah, that bad. So Activision oh, Blizzard have, have set the bar high now. So you're not going to feel quite as depressed when you hear this, but it's still t- typical fucked up game not industry great. shit. We've got, you know, Naughty Dog, CD Projekt Red, uh, Quantic Dream, Riot Games, all these places with apparently problematic work cultures, Ubisoft, Activision Blizzard. So many places across the industry, it's obviously an in- industry-wide issue. And now, unfortunately, uh, but yeah, you know, glad that the news is coming out. It turns out Bungie should be fucked up oh, there, which is very unfortunate no. to hear, particularly at the time when Halo Infinite's just come out. Everyone's so hyped up about it. I know they don't make it anymore, but obviously they're the people behind Halo. But apparently a lot of this stuff is from 
uh, the destiny years. But basically, Bungie has a culture problem. Uh, it was a massive story release uh, written by Rebecca Valentine over at IGN. I recommend everyone go and check out this article. It is fucking long. It details a lot of stuff, a lot of incidents there. It's of it's very thorough and it's it's super fucked up. But I've I've just you know narrowed it down to just like the the briefest because <laughs> you know we can't we don't have time to go through all of that. And uh, we don't want to be too depressed by the end of this. So apparently, uh, the the story t- uh, the the story out of IGN tells a story of toxic leadership, mandatory overtime, also known as crunch culture, outright sexism, poor communication, and an HR department that protected wrongdoers, particularly if they were long-term members of the company. Uh, the narrative team was forced to work f- uh, from 60 to 100-hour work weeks during a lot, a lot of these crunch periods, and Bungie started taking uh, uh, steps, fortunately, to help sort of resolve these issues. So they did release a, a report. Uh, they released it made a statement a few months ago when everything blew up with Activision Blizzard saying, okay, we've decided to stop uh, forced arbitration and a bunch of changes that they were planning on making at their company. And apparently this set off a lot of employees, and I'm guessing that's sort of what led this article to come out. But... um. Yeah, basically, they have made some steps in order to fix things, and they've done pretty much what is kind of the bare minimum, in my opinion, but they've done more than what uh, what Activision Blizzard has done, at least, by the sounds of it. But yeah, they've started taking steps to, re- to resolve this, including no, f- no more forced arbitration, uh, a reform of the Bungie Diversity Committee, in- in- including a couple of high-profile hires who are known for uh, their commitment to diversity in the industry, uh, third-party anonymous HR reporting, which I think is great and it's, it's super important, uh, and a commitment to hire more women and people from underrepresented communities. There's no like solid sort of number, like we want to hit 50% or you know two-thirds or one-third or whatever. Uh, but you know they have stated they've made a commitment, and apparently since uh, since they've made these changes, things have slowly started to improve. Uh, but yeah, the, things haven't obviously gotten to a point where, where everyone's happy yet but uh yeah <laughs> aaron you're our guest <laughs> you want to get us kicked off with this one uh, what, how you feeling about uh bungie turning out to not not to be a great place to work for a lot of people mate this is just i'm so over this to be honest it's so horrible that it's become like such a stigma such a pandemic in the the gaming industry. Mm. I mean, I honestly Great think choice if you're of a words company there. like <laughs> very, <laughs> well, yeah, very on theme. Stigma, <laughs> stigma. Yep. If uh, no, honestly though, if if you're a company like uh, Remedy, Rockstar, uh, Bethesda, um, any company that hasn't so far had this uh, happen throughout your throughout your business, you should absolutely release the next game by saying. Rockstar, the company that treats their, their team fairly, presents, you know, Grand Theft Auto 6 or whatever. Like, even though that might be more unrealistic than actually putting, uh, this is what Rockstar's yeah, all about. like but, this game was ethically sourced. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Exactly. Like, that's what needs to go on games now because it's just hurting people. It's hurting everyone's opinion on, on these yeah. developers now. And it's... <laughs> It's just shameful, and no one wants to support a business no, that does No shit employees like this. were were harmed in the process of making <laughs> <Yes>. this game. <laughs> oh, God. That's the and you know what, Aaron? I'm sure they'd be more than happy uh, to put that in their in their credits and whatnot. But would they actually do the work in order to make it so that the employees aren't working these crazy work weeks? Like, 
You know, a lot of people scoffed mm. when they heard about 100-hour work weeks over at Rockstar. But this is a second report now we've heard of people talking about working work weeks of up to 100 hours. And obviously, they're not doing that every single week. But to have that as a peak of your crunch, that's just... <laughs> 100 hours is too fucking many hours. That's going to be a detriment on your mental health. I guarantee it. Lockie, uh, God, Bungie, terrible. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've yeah, you've summed it up. I think um, there's nothing more we can add to this that we haven't said a thousand times over yeah. for other game companies like it. They need to get better. Uh, mm-hmm. With that said, if they release a good game, I'm not going to lose any sleep. <laughs> um, so you know, yeah, either do either do one or the other. Like, just don't be that company that abuses your staff and releases shitty games because mm. I got no time for that. The worst anymore. part of what you said before, though, Zach, about crunch, like, yeah, it, it sucks. It's a terrible thing. But does it pay off? Like, I don't know. Did did Cyberpunk pay off when they were talking about all the crunch that they're doing kind of thing mm. before release? Does everyone sit back and go, yeah, I'm glad we got through all that crunch because now we're getting, a, you know, this game refunded over and over kind of thing and taken off the PlayStation online store and whatnot. Oh, God. Oh, and speaking of um, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077... Uh, they settled a lawsuit, and apparently, somehow, I, I don't get how this shit works. I don't understand Polish law or wherever it was that they were sued. Uh, but apparently, the four lawsuits were rolled into one, and this was like the investors who were suing them, saying like, you know, you said yeah, this game won, was going right? to run on Xbox One and PS4. Mm-hmm. He's lied to us. Basically, they're saying, you know, you lied, and we we lost money. Uh, but they had to pay out 1.85 million, yeah. which seems like pretty pretty low to me. But then I guess like they can't really argue that you know that they made their money back. They made all their money back with Cyberpunk 2077 in the first like week or something like that. They sold so many copies, so I, I you know they I guess they can't really argue that they lost out on too much. They would have lost when they their stock fell a lot during when, at, at initially. But I, I haven't checked it now. But it's I'm sure it's probably back to back to how it was or at least getting close i don't know um, i don't know how stock works yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. i i couldn't i couldn't be the first i couldn't tell you anything about stock and yeah. why companies operate the way they do but if it's linked to the quality of the product i think we would be seeing a lot more companies that were focused on product quality mm. yep <laughs> not you can just release things broken and uh patch them later that's the game yeah. industry at this point. Release them mm-hmm. in uh, beta, but just don't call it that. <laughs> uh, like <laughs> yeah. Battlefield 2042. Um, but th- that that just speaks to how big a fucking week this was in news. I didn't even have that in the dock, but that was a news story that came out this week. Uh, but yeah, remember when we were talking about Ubisoft Quartz last week? Well, there's more companies now getting on the old NFT bandwagon. Uh, GSC Game World, the developers of Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl have confirmed that they will be adding NFTs into Stalker 2, which is going to be released on April 28th, 2022. Stalker 2 looks like some kind of first person shooter, like, I don't know, horror, horror shooter kind, kind of, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, won't be getting that. Yeah, well, G- GSC, hang on, when you hear that about this, yeah, you might yeah. want to get it. GSC is teaming up. With the, with the NFT platform DMarket in order to achieve... Uh, oh, hang on. In, oh, in order to right. achieve this, and they'll be auctioning off the opportunity to become the world's first metahuman. 
Basically, you will be bidding to get a 3D scan of yourself put into the game that's going to be tied to the blockchain, so it's completely... <laughs> Completely, so people can buy your image. It's, yeah, yeah, 3D scan of yourself, and they're going to put you in the game as an NPC. Whoever wins the auction That's will also stupid. be able to sell this NFT before a particular cutoff date. Obviously, because at some stage they've got to actually do this like scan. likenesses. Likenesses oh have been in games before. Um, developers have stuck their likenesses in their own games that they put together since the very beginning. This is not new. This whole meta thing is just a marketing bullshit. Um, they can fuck off. Oh, but lucky, lucky, it's it's tied to the blockchain, so it's completely yeah, unique. yeah, yeah. I know, like they they can go fuck themselves. Like, <laughs> oh my god, Christ. So, <laughs> Christ. so the, the the one thing they don't mention to you is uh, you got to figure out how the fuck to get to the studio in order to get the three D scan, and they're in Ukraine. So, <laughs> I guess if you're not in Ukraine, oh. like, what the fuck is the point of this? And then. Also, by well, the time- and also, you really don't want to be anywhere near New- yeah, Ukraine exactly, right now. Exactly, exactly. It's really scary. It's really scary. What is this? Russia trying to get you to come in there? It's like, hey, he's this meta-human thing. No thanks. No thanks. Maybe they're telling you to the Russians to stay independent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you see yourself, Aaron, uh, bloody jumping on, on, on the online auction? when it comes out in uh, January to get your, your likeness in Stalker 2. I most certainly will not be doing such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tied to the blockchain, Aaron. Why wouldn't you? It's unique to But you. Aaron, oh, Aaron, God. it's cryptocurrency and meta-humans. Meta, Please. Facebook changed the name to Meta. It's cool. Uh, I'm going to be that old man yelling at a cloud. I don't care. No. I'm just going to stick with oh, my I'm... money, my currency, my <laughs> Aussie dollar. Oh, and you I can shove your NFTs. Oh, <laughs> I, I know, I know. We've um, w- this show is now heavy boomer energy. I feel like we should just change yes. our name to a boomer co- podcast. Um, because like, because like, I, I can't, abuse. I can't, I can't keep up with this crap. And to be honest, to be honest, I don't think that the people putting this crap out there are actually millennials. I think these are just really dumb boomers that are trying to sound edgy and exciting. And I don't know. I've got no time for it. Oh, dude, they're fucking scammer. It's a total scam. It's a total joke. And and this oh. has been said in so many places throughout the internet. I'm not going to pretend I came up with this phrase. But if you needed any more confirmation that NFTs in video games are a total scam, Peter Molyneux making a game <laughs> that's to, to do with the blockchain and NFTs. So this article comes out of Game Rant and was written by Amari. Wait, hang on. I'm still waiting for Peter Molyneux to finish off Spore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, isn't it revolutionary to be able to get an ST- STD in a video game like you could in Fable? That's so revolutionary. <laughs> oh, my God. So this article comes out of Game Rant and was written by Amari Giles. A recent post by Gala Games reveals that the new game being developed by Peter Molyneux and 22 Cans is called Legacy. According to the post, Legacy is described as an innovative game that will push the boundaries of blockchain gaming. Legacy is scheduled to launch at some time in 2022 and will be the first ever blockchain business sim game. The post states that Legacy is a creative entrepreneur's dream come true and it will be an opportunity for players to make their own business. Players will be able to design their own products for a huge variety of possibilities to create their very own business empire. 
in Legacy, players will be able to make products, trade what they make with other players, and compete in various in-game competitions and events for leader points and prizes. Uh, along with that, 22 Cans will be launching Legacy Coin, a new cryptocurrency for the game that will be part of the Legacy of oh. Legacy's in-game economy. The post states that yep. Legacy Coin compiles with ERC20 token standards, and it will enable the game's blockchain experience and, and oh. serve several purposes. This includes getting Legacy keys to lend... <laughs> <laughs> to lend Ooh. trading in the game's economy, acquiring exclusive game item NFTs, and other things that haven't been revealed yet. Just go to a casino. <laughs> Just go to a casino. Yeah. Casino, gambling, casino. That's that's. But why do that is. when players can, can earn legacy coin by competing in oh, the in-game competitive yeah. events? In competitive uh, events, players yeah. will put their designs and management skills to the test against each other in legacy. It's coming to PC and mobile. In 2022, so I, what, what the fuck? I don't, I don't know. I don't know at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried that there's just going to be a lot of children like playing this shit and ended up getting scammed. Like it just. You're worried. You're worried. That's the whole business model. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the casinos are saying, well, it's illegal for us to to market to kids. To get kids to gamble, so this is a way we can do that. Mm. Oh, they've already tried though with yeah. loot boxes, right? Like that yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. attempt to, oh, to exactly. gamble. Exactly, all that shit. It is all that shit. It just keeps rearing its head in different ways. This whole blockchain. Yeah, this is just a new way of crap. exactly. It's a it's, new. It's a new avenue now. It's like yeah. throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, kind of thing. When it comes yeah. to uh, you know how to make more money in a video game somehow, mm. yeah. and and now apparently you know the NFT is such a buzzword that everybody out there is just going to flock to it, apparently. It doesn't matter what you're doing, including creating a stupid convoluted game, quote-unquote game, that you just described, uh, you know, to to make money. It's just, it's appalling. This shit does not belong in video games, su- such as your last oh. story as well with the bad environment, the culture of uh, businesses. Mm. Do not involve... Uh, shouldn't be in video games is what I'm talking oh, whichever, about. Terrible. Yeah, whichever marketing consultant dickhead out. came up with that term and has, has coined it with all of the big gaming companies because they've said well this doing this fuckwit shit will net you i don't know two billion dollars um and that's why they're all doing it yeah like that guy needs to get punched in the face yeah yep, a lot oh, I'm, I'm right there Repeatedly. with you this is totally disgusting and one thing that really like <laughs> grosses me out is they all pick up on the exact same terminology and i don't know if they're all in one big email chain with each other like how are we gonna how are we gonna take every last cent from these children <laughs> how are we gonna trick them yeah. into stealing their parents credit cards now but they're all all of them every single one with the ubisoft quartz story they had it a tagline in that trailer play to earn then fucking stalker 2 in the story i read about it play to earn and fucking in the peter molyneux article they reference play to earn it's just so weird and gross that they all just they've just all cotton onto this same terminology and all decided to run with it oh god it just it just leaves me with uncomfortable feeling the thing is, Zach, it sounds like work. Like, uh, you know, it does. Work, to, work to earn is what I do every day of my life. And same with you guys. And n- why would I want to be bringing work into my playtime? Why would it want to be play to work kind of thing? Ah, like, no, no, uh, but no, but you raise an interesting, um, you, well, you stumbled onto an interesting point there, Aaron. Um, it does sound like work to earn. 
And in that scenario, if you're earning something, if you're working and doing some form of labor and getting paid for it, does that not attract labor laws? Mm. You would think so. Yeah. Even if so, it is digitally. But yeah. if you're interacting with others, then absolutely. A, jo- a job's a job. Um, a job's a job. And if a company's profiting from your labor, you are working for them. Yeah, which they yeah. totally are by by partaking by partaking in the, the the whole system, you're giving it viability, and and they're profiting off that entirely. Like the the thing that Correct. worries me the most with all this is how they're going to do all the all the aftermarket the the stuff at you know the the auction house style stuff. That's where it gets real real sketchy to me, and uh, yeah, I can just see a lot of a lot of people, particularly kids getting scammed with this for sure thinking they're buying digital items are gonna make them a lot like you know they, it's they're making an investment you know <laughs> but oh don't God. worry that I, I i reckon and i reckon this probably happened with with blizzard activision with the auction house thing i i don't remember but i'll wager that as soon as as soon as pretty much the taxation offices of each country started sniffing around and saying well Hey guys, your profit you're netting all this additional profit through these services and you're making these consumers work for a profit. So where's our cut? Um yeah, that these things start suddenly fall over. Yeah. Um so I'm going to yeah, so I'm going to hope that um government regulation because they're greedy and they'll want to cut um <laughs> will come will be a, enough to shut this down. Yeah. through that oh p- fucking it's appalling yeah because so, i'll say either give us a cut or we're going to regulate the fuck out of you <laughs> oh, whatever happened to just buying a game and enjoying it like for what it is you know like what happened to that oh dear yeah. me well you know what I'll, I'll give you something now where you'll get some enjoyment because it's time for some just i don't know happy shit some good news or good and neutral <laughs> whatever you want to call it and the first good one and neutral you're starting to break it down again yeah, no, no. i'm excited <laughs> about this I, I i am pumped for this god one of the f- biggest complaints if go back to listen to our episode where we uh very first episode where we first got not our very first episode of the show but <laughs> the episode where we first got our next gen consoles and we talked about you know different you know things that we liked and we didn't truly like about it them was our first one episode the, one of the main things about the playstation 5 that we all had to say was holy shit does this thing just look ugly and stand out like absolute dog's balls well sony has finally announced they're coming out with colorful faceplates for the playstation 5 releasing january uh, 22 in 2022 you'll be able to get black blue red pink and purple and there'll also be dual new dual sense controllers coming out all with these exact same colors around january as well too so fucking finally i've been so sick of xbox having all the cool controllers again all these custom editions coming out all the time and like finally now we have a choice of like a bunch of different colors as far as dual sense is concerned and yeah finally faceplates will be able to change i've immediately pre-ordered some black face plates because having a black ps5 is going to look 10 times better it's 85 dollars. it's not cheap it's a bit of money <laughs> but fuck it i don't care i'll pay 85 dollars for those bits of plastic and i'll enjoy a far more a far nicer and less noticeable fucking con- console that won't look like i've got a giant fucking wi-fi router sitting next to my tv or an air purifier um Aaron, you have a PlayStation 5. You got the old digital. 
Do you think you'll be ordering some uh, faceplates for that? Are you sick of having a white PS5? I, I will order faceplates, but for the complete opposite reason that most people would. Okay. Like, the only reason why I would order it is because I don't want to damage the PS5's generic look, like, at this point in time. Oh. Uh, and that's only because they're hard to come by, and I really like, like looking after my consoles kind of yeah. thing. But the one thing I'll say is, like, how is this news? Like, I don't know, to yeah. be honest. And, and this is... This they is, look no, pretty sorry, underwhelming. Zach. Yeah, what they I, look pretty I, underwhelming. What I mean by that is, like, you know me. I've owned Xbox all my life kind of thing. I've only just switched over to PlayStation. I've seen uh, basic colours about 10 years ago, 15 years ago with Xbox. And yep. that got to the point of how would you like a modern warfare control, uh, you know, console that makes sounds and everything? How would you like a Halo one that changes lights? Yep. How would you like all these amazing aesthetics and different types of, uh, you know, themes? How would you everything? like a controller that does your taxes? Here you go. <laughs> Here's an NFT controller. But Cortana, get the, to the, it. The point I'm getting at, though, is like... For the last 20 years, Xbox has been all about customization with everything so different. And now PlayStation's like, hey, um, how's about a pink one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How'd you like it in uh, black? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yep. That's exactly what kidding? I was going to say. I'm looking at it right now. They're, they're, they're making you pay a premium to get it in the color that all of their consoles came in. <laughs> this, Zach, this is Nintendo <laughs> type of bullshit. Like, yeah. where they're like, yeah. where they're like, oh, um, how would you like uh, an Ethernet port now on the Switch? It's like, are <laughs> you would, joking? How would you like Bluetooth <laughs> headphones? No, no, you're totally That's right. right. <laughs> PlayStation has been totally behind the eight ball when it's come to customization. I've been so jealous. Like, yeah, I work in a retail store what sells games, and I see literally every like two months there's a new really cool Xbox controller designed to go with whatever fucking games coming out, and fucking for a year. For almost a year, you could only get a white dual sense. I think or maybe it was like eight months in, they finally brought out the black and the red, and I was just so desperate for a different color. I'm like, yeah, give them, give them both to me. Uh, but yeah, no, look, <laughs> it, it, I'm sure it's underwhelming for anyone who hasn't been stuck on PlayStation their whole life. But yeah, for me, I've been a Sony pony. It's only just in the like, like rec- this year I got a PC and a Nintendo Switch. Um, so to finally see Sony come out with a few different options, they've had different color controllers before. This is the first time you'd be able to customize your actual console itself. And I I can only hope that they're going to expand on this a lot in the future. And we're going to start seeing them release custom plates to go with, with, uh, game releases. Like fuck, fuck me dead. If they do custom plates for God of War, you know what I mean? I don't have to buy an entire fucking special edition console. I can just buy these yeah, plates. That is better. I'll give like, you that. Yeah, That's I, a I'm, much I'm better option. keen for that. But as far as like, is it is a bit underwhelming? Yeah, but I'm thinking it's just the start. I'm, I'm just glad we got something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Zach, yeah, so Zach, what, what you're describing is that you're, you've lived in a cave your entire yeah. life and someone's showing you like uh, something out of the cave that's totally boring shitty redundant but it's mind-blowing to you because you've been you've been trained to have no expectations so the slightest something so, has so you excited that playstation's and- business model starve your starve your fans and then throw them a bit of meat every like once every five years here you go yeah i know but this isn't like even meat controller? this is like this is yeah exactly how would you like a fucking black console like we haven't seen that <laughs> for the last four of them Hey, I could have oh, gone actually, crazy. Actually, no, the first one. Yeah, the first one was grey. Where's my grey one, hey? I could have um, gone crazy and went with with purple or pink or cosmic red or whatever. Get 
Yeah, I know. Get the teal one because everyone loves teal. Is that is that have they given you teal or is there only like it's five blue. colors? They've no, oh, they've got okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's it's teal. Do you at least get the primary primary colors of the rainbow? They, they they've got no. all the different fancy <laughs> names to make it sound more interesting. What they're doing, but oh, sorry, it's not teal. <laughs> sorry, it's not teal. That's it's worth cyan. Bucks. <laughs> it's cyan, like the printing color. Well, speaking of uh, <laughs> printing blue, th- thinking <laughs> of like being behind times and you know doing something that they should have done probably in the first place. Oh. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. They're going to be. Adding crossplay in uh, Q1 of, of 2022, but apparently they're going to be adding voice acting at some point, maybe. <laughs> adding it in. I love that. Adding it in. So, yeah, that might be a good idea. So basically, oh, this is. Will they do like a DLC voice pack or something? Look, they've been very. Oh, fuck, if they charge for it, they can get. <laughs> charge you more I money mean... for something they should have no. included. No, they're not going to charge. They're not going to charge. I, you're right. Update, you're but... right. We're in PS5. Console covers territory all over again. We've been trained to not expect anything, and now we have to pay for yeah. the base thing as a premium. Starvation yeah. model. Well, look, this is what they've actually said. So they haven't actually said that they're going to be getting <laughs> voices. This is ah. this was, but people are assuming because pretty much everyone's been screaming at them. You need to add voice lines in this game. Like what the fuck? And uh, <laughs> this is a quote from the art director. All I can say is that we heard your request and we are oh. hearing what you're talking about this teaser was then followed up by a further developer update on the game subreddit which stated we've been hearing in capital letters your request and we'll make sure you'll be hearing from us soon so fuck if they're not adding voices into it they're going to piss a lot of people off i think <laughs> but um yeah hopeful like look I- i've played exactly 10 minutes of this game. <laughs> I have not played much of Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Uh, but it was pr- pretty fun, the, what, what I played of it so far. I'm keen to play some more. But yeah, de- it felt weird not having that voice acting in there. Uh, Aaron, what do you think about them finally doing what they probably should have done at release? <laughs> My God, just how dumb can gamers be, right? Like, I mean, um, I know this isn't... It's developers, but what I mean by this is this shouldn't be exciting news. This this is standard, your basic bread and butter when it comes to building games kind of thing. Like, audio is its actual department that, that, that specialises in all of this. Yeah. Like, for the fact that they were completely sleeping on this, no, I'm actually more than confident it's come down to a monetary... Uh, uh, situation yeah. where they wanted to cu- they wanted to save costs and not you know hire all the actors and everything tom kenny's probably not cheap like he probably he's not in a lot of big stuff yeah yeah probably not and i mean i know that that's where their first thoughts would have been when they were developing the game mm. but you know to 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 be excited over something basic like this it's the exact same cyberpunk thing it's like why is the game broken kind of thing oh you know you've got the game Nope, that doesn't excuse it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it, it, you, you're developing a game, it shouldn't be broken. Yeah. Don't release it if it's broken. It, and this is clearly the same thing. It's funny, it was such a missed thing that they clearly should have put in that when they announced DC Multiverses, 
they used that they had voice acting in there with the original voice actors as a selling point. Whereas, like, before that with Smash Brothers, you, no one would have thought twice about it. It's like, well, duh, of course the fucking the yeah. voice acting is going to be in Brawl there. But Nick Brawl set the bar so low now that it's easy, <laughs> it's easy to That's it. To you got Activision that. Blizzard <laughs> setting the bar super high with how fucked up a company can be. So now we hear about, you know, <laughs> fucked up culture at Bungie and it's like, oh, at least it's not Activision. And then you have, yeah, <laughs> it's Sony and, and Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl just not, you know, doing shit they should have done years ago. It's like audio. Any game that has audio now is, like, better than Nick Brawl. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> How did you go so low? I mean, I understand if you do want to lower the bar, but to the point where there's not a spoken word in the game, yeah. like, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Lockie, I'll leave you because you're eating your food. I was, <laughs> I was gonna throw to you, but hey, fuck your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'll speak for Lockie. He hates this. <laughs> yeah, look, he's yeah. not excited about this whatsoever. He's nodding yeah, right yeah, now while I'm nodding. talking he's to your audio listeners. <laughs> he does not like this. He hates every second of it. He uh, promotes this. He promotes his discourage towards all of this. Yep. And he thinks that everyone in these companies uh, need to take a good, hard look at themselves in the mirror. Well, Aaron, can you please tell me what Lockie <laughs> thinks about this? Uh, this small excerpt comes out of IGM, was written by Matt Perslow. Ubisoft has announced that it has greenlit the, de- the development of a remake of its stealth classic Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Uh, apparently, it's going to be using the Snowdrop engine the same engine that mm-hmm. they're using to develop their... Uh, U- that Ubisoft are using to develop their Star Wars game, as well as, I think, their Avatar game as well, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so fucking people have been whinging, saying they want to splinter cell, and they're, it's happening. I don't know. Aaron, does Lockie care at all? Lockie gives no... No cares at all whatsoever <laughs> on this one here. He's got the thumbs down. You're really spot he... on with your Lockie takes. Far out. Lockie's giving thumbs <laughs> up all over. He's 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 right into it. Far out. Yeah, I, I've known this guy too long. <laughs> he uh he he heavily discourages all of this. He frowns upon it all. He <laughs> oh, wow, uh, he well, would yeah, like the, no, well, the noose is a bit much. Lockie, calm down. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. All right. So welcome to news to reviews. I'm your co-host. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah. No. It's silly. It's silly. Uh, wait, no, wait, no, it's not. No, Lockie's opinion here on this might be silly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Aaron, what do you but, think? I want to know what you I think. I actually think... Sorry, I'm, we're so stuck on, like, NFTs and, like, all this depressing stuff. No, seriously, Splinter Cell, good, good job. It's a step in the right direction for Ubisoft, right? Like, they're releasing things that no one cares about a lot of the times. Um, <laughs> but... No, seriously, this is good. <laughs> this is good news for them. Like, when, um, and when I say you not care about, it, I'm talking about that NFT story you were, we were mentioning on the last show. I don't care about that. And then most of that's the- so funny. That's such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> seriously, you know what gamers prefer more than NFTs? Splinter Cell. <laughs> yeah. That is something that they've wanted for a long, long, long time. Hey, it's a game. That's something. Well, I wonder <laughs> if that was the the thought process behind it, because they just dropped this announcement. Like there was no fanfare, there was no trailer or anything like that. It was just like, yeah, we're making it. There's going to be some people who worked on Splinter Cell back in the day. It's going to be people who didn't work on Splinter Cell. It's going to be great, yay! <laughs> so I might like, wouldn't this this have been perfect for like the Game Awards? But I guess they maybe not have a trailer ready at that point. I I don't know, but yeah, yeah it, seems, it all comes down I, I to budget. I think yeah, tinfoil budgets. hat theory. It could could be something they decided to drop to try and get a bit of good press after the shit show they had last week. <laughs> it was just a unanimous no from all gamers. 
against yep. that NFT. They need something to believe in again with the business. So, I mean, works. like, what were they expecting? Do they really expect people to, you know, shake their hand when they release that sort of crap and say, yeah, great, that's what we wanted? Mm. Okay. Yeah, but this is the opposite of that, though, Locke. Like, this is this yeah. is exactly what they, they're they getting now, right? Is gamers going, this is exactly what we wanted. Mm. Like, they're, they, they're <laughs> yeah, now no, getting that. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I mean, the only... Uh, the last thing I'll say on it is I was never a Splinter Cell fan myself, but I know that Michael Ironside, who's an incredible actor... Um, is is the voice of Sam Fisher all the way up to the very last game. If he does not return as the voice of Sam Fisher, the iconic voice of Sam Fisher, then I really would like to see how the gaming industry is going to react to this one. Mm. Hey, maybe they're just gonna they're gonna do complete remake except for the audio. It's just gonna be the same yeah. audio from back in the <laughs> Xbox One era. I, I th- I think the gaming industry will be too distracted by these new colours that the PS5 is coming out in. <laughs> yep. Because the bar's lowered. Yep. No, the bar couldn't be lower. I mean, you, as you were saying before, we have a game that had no sound that is now, you know, touting that as a big, exciting yep. thing to come. Oh, it's PlayStation discovered what colours look like. Yeah, colours. Play, PlayStation's discovered that, I don't know, some really muted colours. Um <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yep. Jesus, what a week. Oh, what a week. And uh yeah, that's it for all the gaming stories for this week. I you know, I couldn't care about Splinter Cell as you can tell. I was already ready to move on. But yeah, I'm happy. I must say I must say this really wasn't my week. I think I lost. <laughs> hey, I don't I, look, yeah, I guess I'm the only one who cared about the the face plates because I'm going to get some and I own Nickelodeon All-Star you Brawl so it. I'm happy to know that my purchase isn't a complete waste and I'm going to be getting voice acting in there. Hooray! Hooray for Zach! It was a good week Yay. for Zach at the end at least. Oh dear, well it's not a good week for gamers next week because there's no games coming up in the next week. The next time I can see any releases coming is going to wow. be in January which, hey, that works out well for us because we're coming yeah, on break backlog. for a few weeks so Oh, speaking of going on break, let's take a brief break right now and then we'll jump back on in with the games that we've been playing. Aaron, you are our guest. <laughs> it is tradition on the show for our guest to get us kicked off with impressions. What have you been playing this week, my friend? I've been playing a little game uh, that you may have heard of called Halo Infinite. Ooh, Halo <laughs> Infinite. Oh, so Halo I Infinite. think last last we touched on Halo Infinite last week, you'd said that you, and you're really enjoying it, but you thought the open yeah. world elements are a bit meh. Oh, it was, yeah, to start with. It's jarring if you're a old Halo fan and you're used to the corridor shooting of Halo. Um, and you say aiming with your hook shot. All right, yeah, that was something that we've had a conversation about in the break. Lachlan believes that Ocarina of Time hookshot is better than Halo Infinite hookshot. You we, know the email address. You know exactly the same email address again of the show. That was you on the bombard air. that man with hate mail. You bombard him. <laughs> attention Lockie. You can start with the attention Lockie, and the subject has to be you clown. Okay, and then bombard it. <laughs> because don't get me wrong, I do love Ocarina, one of my favourite Zelda games, but the hook shock mechanic compared to what Halo brings to it now 
is not even close to comparable. I don't think Lockie's played Halo Infinite anyway. Really. Well, there you go. Well, that, that's no. that's why. So, I I have I have not, but I don't need to play something when I've already experienced perfection. <laughs> so, like, once you've experienced perfection, that's perfection. It doesn't get better than that. And um, and Ocarina of Time Hookshot. Yeah, Ocarina of Time Hookshot was 10 out of 10. Solid, solid sound. Uh, Again, that's news to reviews with the number two instead of two. And and it's you, Clown Lockie. (laughs) Just tweet at us, at news to reviews with the number two instead of the word two. Tweet at us, Lockie sucks for liking Ocarina's Hookshot, blah, blah, blah. So how how are you feeling? Now you've had a week with Halo and the campaign, Aaron. How how are you feeling about it? You're still having a good time? Yeah. No, I'm loving it. I'm having a great time with it. It is, like I said, it was jarring to start with being a massive fa- uh, Halo fan that, you know, it's not Corridor Shooter. And I still do prefer the more linear direction <laughs> of Halo, but I actually don't mind this open world. It's it's good that it's not full of fetch quests like a lot of open worlds are. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about combat and movement, which is perfect because that's two things I really love in, in an open world uh, first person game. So I'm having a great time with it. It is excellent. The characters are great. I like listening to the pilot rabble on about being upset or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> He's not happy. <laughs> yeah, He's he not happy, happy with the situation. And, and <laughs> no. Master Chief gives zero shits about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the weapon. She's like so naive and just doesn't know anything. And it's kind of, I don't know, a bit refreshing to have an AI that's dumb. But still cute, kind of thing. Uh, it's funny because like it's gotten to the point where she's almost sentient. Like AI's developed that much yeah. that like she's almost sentient, yet she's so dumb. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Just... She's like it's 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 weird. She's it's like the naivety of a child, but still has like ridiculous knowledge base and understands all this really high tech shit as well too. So yeah, yeah, she's an interesting character, and I, I dare say out of all the relationships in the game which there's, there's not many character like characters it's pretty much just the pilot the weapon and master chief really i, I think as far as i can remember other than yeah. the countless bodies and stuff you see of your allies floating through space in the start of the game i, I love that as well though like you, you find all of your dead spartans along the way now spartans are supposed to be the most ruthless brutal killers in the mm. universe and you find all of your dead body buddies everywhere in this game so <laughs> yeah. it's like well are you guys really that good or <laughs> are you as good because halo reach was fantastic and you played as spartans in that game multiple well you only played as one actually but you had multiple spartans okay. with you and they were powerful and it felt like you were like this overwhelming force mm. But in Infinite, everyone's dead. Like all the Spartans you find are dead. Oh, so yeah, and, uh. and and speaking of dead, like you you did mention that you can tell it's like their first sort of open world, yeah, four A to open world with three four three and whoo, yeah. I've I've now since 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 last time I've played some of the open world section, I've played a fair bit of it too because it's I've just had it sort of you know stuff playing in the background, a podcast or whatever, and just got into it. And yeah, it's about as underwhelming as an open world can get, particularly in 2021. The environment Mm -hmm. looks the same throughout the entire thing completely. It's just pine trees and rocks. 
just everywhere. And then a few aliens, well, you know, high tech looking structures, which are the outposts and whatnot. And then that's pine it. Pine trees it's, and rocks. Oh, what is this, Hawaii? <laughs> it is very well. That's palm trees, but yeah, it's very, very oh, oh, underwhelming. Yeah, right. Like it, it, it honestly looks. It, it's one of the most underwhelming open worlds I've ever explored. It's basically go to a place, shoot some stuff. Now the shooting stuff. Pine is trees. Fun. What is this, <laughs> Lebanon? <laughs> it's I guess. Yeah. Um, but yes, it, it's it's it's. It's fun doing the shooting and stuff. It's great. Like, and having lots of stuff to shoot, fantastic. Using that grappling hook is incredibly satisfying. The way you can sort of not only use it to, like, you know, hook onto enemies or pick up weapons and stuff like that. You know, when you upgrade it, you can unlock, like, an attack that you do when you land on the enemies. That's super satisfying. Or if you have a melee weapon equipped, you will do, like, a shockwave when you upgrade it far enough. I just immediately looked for Spartan Cores and upgraded my grappling hook before I did anything else when I got to that open world. Because, yeah, the grappling hook's definitely the funnest thing to play around with. And yeah, the way you can sort of like grapple onto a point strategically, uh, but use your left stick to sort of angle yourself and you can kind of use your inertia to sort of sling sling yourself. So not only are you just grappling to a point, you can also use it to to move around the map in all sorts of different ways. And yeah, once you upgrade it so that the cooldown... Yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, it's so much fun. And once you upgrade it so the cooldown time is like reduced by like 0.4 or something like that, it feels like you can just use it constantly. Mm. And it- Guys, I, I I think I might be having like the, the PS5 moment that Zach's having with discovering like a new solid color, but with <laughs> hook shots. Um because that's that sound that sounds pretty mind blowing. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it, it is really cool. It's probably out of grappling hooks I, I've used in games, like and you know, tons of games have them, you know, Assassin's Creed, Syndicate, Batman, Just Arkham cause. games. Just Cause, Just Cause mm. had a fantastic one. Um, this is pro- probably the, the one I have enjoyed the most and felt the most sort of polish to me. Um, I, the only criticism I could have is I just love a, a bit more distance on it. I constantly mm. feel like I'm waiting for the, the crosshair to change <laughs> so I can grapple to yeah. something. I thought that was going to be upgraded. I thought like, yeah. you know, you get enough Spartan cores and it would go like double the distance oh. or something like oh, that. But oh. You know, you know what God, does get an upgrade? Sorry? You know what Hookshot does get an upgrade to be twice <laughs> as long? Oh, for God's sake. And sakes. what game has that? <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Ocarina in time. Beyond time. They they missed the mark. I mean, the blueprints were all there (laughs) 20 odd years ago, all laying out for them. Okay, what the hell did you have to grapple on in the open world of Zelda except trees? Except trees. What were you grappling on? Tell me. He's baiting you, you Aaron. Don't take the bait. You can grapple on enemies so you can use it in combat what just um, to hurt them you don't get pulled towards no, them yeah. and do some brutal yeah, hit or anything it's, it's just no it's it stuns them and then which allows you to get in there with a brutal hit with your sword it's okay. very it's a all great right. combo everyone knows um, the email address all, send sec- it in second, podcast second at gmail.com please tell Lockie why sec- he's wrong sec- second wow. second of all it allows you to grapple <laughs> Rupees, which is the currency of the game, so it allows you to um, play to earn, which is also <laughs> something else. Oh, no. So, which is also something else, which is apparently fucking amazing <laughs> these days. Um, Get us out of here, Zach. Well, look, 
my other <laughs> the open world's terrible as far as as far as I'm concerned. It's honestly they find just a bunch of loose narrative excuses for you to shoot up a bunch of shit in different spots. Uh, the the main story missions you find along the way, there's fun to be had in them. So far, I've found none of the enemies at all compelling. I haven't found the story compelling at all. But that's just that's just me. I'm not a long term Halo fan. Um, but Ocarina of Time has a compelling story. <laughs> <laughs> but one massive issue that I have to say I have with it now, so I can't remember if I mentioned this last week. I think I did. I was having an issue where I had to click on it repeatedly to be able to open Halo Infinite. For some reason, it would only work on every fucking 20th click. It was really weird. Don't know why, but I decided to play a bit of Halo Infinite today, this afternoon, so I'd, oh, I'll get a bit more in before the podcast. There's an update. Oh, yeah, sweet. I'll update it. Sounds good. I'll open it, and now it won't even get to the fucking menu screen. It just freezes. I do oh, not know no. what the fuck happened to it. I've seen uh, other people have had issues yeah, with, with the PC that's version horrible. of Halo Infinite. So, yeah, right for, for me mm. right now, Halo Infi- Infinite, I'd like to keep playing it, but I just literally can't. <laughs> I cannot access more like it. More like Halo Finite. <laughs> Absolutely. It, is, it was a finite <laughs> experience for me. Finite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> luckily I've had uh, I've, I've, it's, gotten that, in. it's gotten to that time of year where there's barely any games coming out there's nothing coming out at all so I've decided to dive into the old platinum uh, madness that I like to do on the, the old PlayStation uh, I've now reached 48 platinums I uh, got the platinum for Mar- uh, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy that was a fun one to get and I've, I've nearly got the platinum for Far Cry 6 I uh, still need to uh, do a bit more work there in order to get that one. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's not a co-sign You'll on the game. I, st- I still found the game very underwhelming. It just had fun enough gameplay for me to bother to want to do. It is good gameplay. And uh, same with Halo, right? Like, it's gameplay that's fun. Yeah. It's 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 Nintendo's uh, selling point for most of their games. Graphics, forget it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sound, even in some games, forget it. Yeah. But if gameplay is there, yeah. if you're having full HD, fun, <laughs> 1080p resolution, nope. Yeah, yeah. Forget that. You don't need that. What you need? Yeah, you don't need that. What the fuck is 4K? <laughs> forget 4K. If you're having fun and you're smiling in that game, then we have done our job. We'll take your hundred dollars, please. Oh yeah. dearie me. I need to go grab a drink really quickly. <laughs> um, but we may as well get kicked off with impressions on what you've been playing, Lockie, because I'm very keen to hear about this title. But why don't you tell the audience what the fuck it is? Because I already know what it is while I go get a drink. One sec. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Okay. Um, glad I gave a wow. reason. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm playing Monster Rancher 2, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, Bajoop Bajoop. <laughs> A purple monkey dishwasher. That's awesome because it's purple. Zip, not because zip, it's a monkey, yeah. but because it has zip. a primary color. <laughs> oh, look, I, I took that from um from The Simpsons, so I'm not nearly that creative. I'm not going to be that guy. I, I cannot take take credit for something so genius. But I can with Halo I can I can with Halo Finite. That that I can take credit for. Finite. <laughs> remember remember Aaron I said I, that I had a 
drink in the freezer and to remind me before oh, we get started yeah. with impressions. Nah, she's that's done, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> sorry, mate. No, no I can't <laughs> blame you. I just, I, I, I asked someone to remind me that way I can share the blame a little bit, but it's really, it's on me at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, like, but... Like, dude, you got a phone set in the last Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know. What am I? Cortana? Lockie... Well, yeah, why are you engaging human resources when you have the fucking tools right there? Fuck off. Lockie, stop withholding from me. I'm genuinely curious about this one. What have you been playing <laughs> How are you now? I am. Yes. I really want to know right. what, how, how you're feeling about this. And all right, good, good. Oh, so I've been playing Monster Rancher, um, which is the uh, bundle that has recently been released on multiple. Pa- uh, God, I'm getting drunk. Single drink. That's all it. That's all it is. I'm so tired. I'm a, so sleep deprived. He's a and I haven't drunk. Rambling on about Ocarina's hook shot. <laughs> I, I am a flu. I am a floozy. <laughs> <laughs> you floozy you floozy clown that is definitely not what the word floozy is intended for <laughs> I think you're thinking of boozy I don't know maybe yeah. but even then yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway um, I've been playing Monster Rancher 2 nobody except people from my age that grew up playing the original from the nostalgia will want to play this game or enjoy it um and for those of you that had the exact same very niche growing up experience that I did, where I had the the honor of being able to get a hold of this bizarre-ass version of Pokemon, it's fucking great. I love this game so much. Something that was absolutely mind-blowing to me that I incorrectly um, summarized, because as a kid, here's the thing, kids are stupid. Um, and they don't know how to do things, and that's why you need instructions built into the game. So me being a stupid kid, I never realized that I could actually issue my monster directions in the battles. <laughs> and, I, and I just kept mashing the A button and letting letting the rails always force me to move into the monster and do the closest attacks. I didn't realize if you used left and right, you could move. <laughs> 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 oh, this game's so passive. Right. I just sit there and oh, <laughs> what's I, it doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and as a kid, that did it for me because I was like, because it was kind of like it's. A, so, um, for all of our new listeners from last week, you'll be well aware of this one. It's like a Tamagotchi slash Pokemon game, all in one, except you don't explore the world. So it cuts out all the bullshit, trims all the fat. You are just po- focusing on raising your weird ass Pokemon like monster. Um, and some of them get really weird, like, um, oh god, they're, I mean, their mascot that they have alone on their front title, um, which is a Suezo, is just this weird, creepy, one-eyed monster with this, that levitates, has this weird tail, has an enormous tongue, makes this terrifying noise, like a, like, I don't know, like, they sound like a... Oh no, Lucky. Lucky, don't want to talk about Monster Rancher? (laughs) Are you okay? I'm really drunk, and I've only had one drink. And I've only had one drink. <laughs> when you're tired, mate, on a Friday afternoon, I get yeah. it. If I had a drink right now, I'd be in bed. Oh, I, like, And also, I, I don't think I've drunk in, like, uh, two months. Yep. So that's also it a hits you all at once. I, f- oh, I feel I totally like you've been you. out of frame for about two months as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's clipping of his head. Uh, <laughs> I sent yeah. you a message in the chat, but I don't think you noticed. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. There we go. As if I'm on my fucking chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I'm really curious about with uh, Monster, Monster Rancher was uh, I was listening to the Jim Quisition yesterday, and I heard they were saying, like, apparently you 
put like well, back in the day you would put a cd in and it would read the cd yeah. and then come up with a monster and now you can there's like a way you can do it now currently as well somehow yeah what the yeah fuck? yeah so the, <laughs> oh it it like see this game was it, it was just full of surprises it was a really it was a really different game okay so um if if you are obsessed with RNG, like me. I'm uh, like any game that has RNG. I just can't get enough of it. I'm always obsessed with trying to get whatever optimization run I want, or what sort of um, what I'm excited about for the time, and that's the style I want to play. So I can't stop playing until I get the, unlock that style. This game is fantastic. So back in the day, you're absolutely right. This game had a monster generator. So you can only have one monster at a time. You raced your monster and trained them to be able to fight in battles. You got to take them on adventures. Um, Granted, the adventures were kind of like these shitty little mini games and really far apart, so it was really more so about the fighting. Mm. But the the RNG, the random monster uh, generator thing was so cool. You would stick in your CD for any game it could be a CD with a movie on it. It could be a CD, you know, uh, one of your audio CDs. And it would say that you have a monster living in that CD. And it would generate its own version of the monster. That's cool. And Fuck. it's really cool. And it, and, and and look, oh, I think they only had like roughly, I think they had like between roughly 20 to 30 odd monsters in that game overall. But they allowed you to split and combine them. Um, So you had one type of monster that could combine with another type of monster and it would create like a fur, you know, if you combined a, a weirdo monster with a furry monster, you'd have a furry weirdo monster. <laughs> yeah. It was great. <laughs> it, it was great. Um, it was so good. And so you had these CDs. Yeah. And, and some of them, some of them, like it had some insane rare, rare monsters that were designed to be unique monsters in the game. And like you can, there's this one monster that's based on this golem class where it's just a giant whiskey bottle. Um, <laughs> it's a giant. It's a giant whiskey bottle with 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 two with a whiskey class's legs <laughs> that's awesome. walking around pun- punching the shit out of monsters. It's just batshit crazy. I love it. I love when games do um, that. Like just make yeah. something so generic, something fun that can be oh. incorporated into so it was, yeah, a great game. Is this game aimed at children? Is it or is this like animal? Yeah. No, no, it was it was made for children. Clearly, children in Japan first, <laughs> and then it then the rest of the world because they went well. Th- Japan, Japan's loving this. Let's give it a go in the Western market. Oh, so right. they had a monster. They had a Monster Rancher one and a Monster Rancher two. Monster Rancher one was huge in Japan, never made its way to the Western shore. So they retooled Monster Rancher two that came out in Japan as Monster Rancher one uh, in the West and made it a little bit easier so Monster lived a bit longer. Because yeah. in this game, your monster dies after a couple of years of training them and fighting oh. them. So, so after a while, after you get fit, work out the basics of the game and sort of the battle tier system, you then start shifting your game mentality to, well, um. Like, I can get my monsters so far, but they eventually die. So now I need to work out how I, what I need to do in the game to ensure that I'm training them up the right way and getting them to live long enough to be able to achieve all the cool shit at the high level battles and adventures that I can go on to unlock even more unique monsters mm. and beat the equivalent of the Elite Four, so the Imber League. Oh. Um, like... It's just it's just a really good game. Now, with that said, the story is non-existent. <laughs> the game the game 
I mean, it, it like it, it's got a few characters in there, and they talk to you, and they're they're cute and charming for what they were at the time. But mm. you know, it's not a it's not a really a narrative game. It feels like half a game in that respect. What platform? Uh, so the platform I'm playing it on is the Nintendo Switch. Oh, it's on Switch. Okay. Well, considering the game was made for PlayStation One, I thought, well, my Switch should be able to handle it pretty decently. Yeah, it might struggle here or there. It, it's not even a remaster; it's just a port. Oh, I think they met, they worked out a way to upscale the res a little bit, but from not like what three twenty p to seven twenty p kind of thing. Yeah, exactly right. Because like, yeah, the um, I know because the Nintendo Switch is not that much higher than standard definition. Yeah, which is what the game was made for, <laughs> fucking almost thirty years ago. Um, so like, yeah, and and the Nintendo Switch does all right with the game. It's pretty decent. Um, struggles here and there. As as you can expect from a Nintendo Switch, you know. Okay, seems like it's on it's um, on it's on Switch and PC as well I'm, too. I, you can get I'm, it on Steam. I'm and... absolutely, guys. I'm absolutely joking. What what do you, what do you mean? This game this game came out 25 years ago. It shouldn't be fucking struggling on a Switch. Oh no, oh, yeah, oh, not at all. Yeah, yeah, but see, I didn't even yeah, flinch yeah. because I know how <laughs> shit Switch is when it comes to. I know, <laughs> I know. With how exactly with how with how um how bad is that with how disengage you are with the switch with your lowest expectations you didn't even flinch hearing that a no. a playstation one game no the only reason why ago. i have a switch the only reason is yeah. for the exclusives that's it and it's at this point it's the only reason why i have a playstation until i actually get more into playstation but I, for switch though i've never wanted to uh make that a primary console yeah. like at all it's mm. just too terrible no it is like once you once you do start getting i mean i w- i didn't have an issue with it when i was on um 1080p stuff because i didn't know any better but then as soon as i knew better you can't go back unfortunately um but with that said it is still good as a handheld and particularly for games like this that require yeah. zero processing power because that's all nintendo switch console can handle <laughs> it's quite good and so for a nostalgic gamer um this was a really great experience for me I think the asking price was a bit much considering the game is bloody 25 years old and they didn't really do anything to it. How much was that, baby? Uh, it was about, I think it was 50 bucks. Ooh. For a 25 year old game. Fucking. So, ooh. you know, like. <laughs> so, exactly. So, like, unless you are nostalgic about this stuff and you want to play it portable, and I did and I enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, that's a very niche market. I would never recommend this game to anyone other than me. <laughs> so, like, I, I like, I don't even know who who would be in the same camp that I am. But yeah, this is not something that that is really a good product at all. But um, yeah. With that said, Nintendo can get away with releasing a game like this and doing fuck all to it and just unlocking frames per second, whereas Rockstar will try and do like you know a halfway a halfway sort of retexturing of um three grand theft auto games they're awful and and you shouldn't buy them but they they get absolutely slaughtered <laughs> so yeah. yeah anyway at least well yeah if if this you know it, it's a port yeah. so i guess they're not they're not like selling it as a remaster they're like it's just the game yeah. so whereas rockstar's like this is the best versions that plus they remove the original versions as well but yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. Like, oh, there's no way, and like, it's it sounds intriguing to me, but there's no way I'd be paying fifty bucks 
to play some PlayStation One games. I think at this stage, no, PlayStation One games, I wouldn't pay more than like five to ten bucks tops per game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, not if they're not doing anything with them, like not accelerating them in any way. Well, uh, that's the thing. Know. No, and that's the thing. And the, and to Nintendo's benefit, well, and it's not even Nintendo's. Like it, it's out on PC, and it, I'm pretty sure the frames per second unlocking is a PC thing mm. and nintendo it was just slapped on um but yeah they do at least have a function that allows you to unlock the frames per second which makes it all run a lot quicker because mm. that was you know it, it was a slug in the slow game the game is very sort of cinematic with its cutscenes. it's very repetitive after a while so it, it's good to be able to um just be able to zip through everything and just absolutely smash that rng generation tool <laughs> Dude, you know what it reminded me of? I don't know if you guys ever had these back in the day, but I, I, I had one. They were called scanners, but I think with a Z on the end. And you would... Oh, that sounds hip. You you would go and you'd scan barcodes Ooh, in a grocery centre. And the yeah, barcodes would have Ooh, monsters in them. And it'd basically be a Digimon, but it'd scan barcodes as well. Um, it was annoying because no I remember way. doing it. The RNG was complete shit. I think there was probably not a lot of monsters, I dare say. And, um, yeah, like, I'd scan a, a million things and you'd get the same sh- shit all the time. But, yeah, that's what that made me think of when he said, oh, there's, like, a monster yeah. inside the disc. That was, like, my mindset when I was a kid. It's like, oh, that can of baked beans, there's a fucking monster in there. i got to yeah. s- save it and put it in my scanner. Oh, I found it so exciting. Absolutely, it's great. It, it is. Um, absolutely. As a kid, like, you, mm. you eat that shit up because it's just, you know, it taps into your imagination. It turns what is otherwise uh, a shitty mundane world into something that's amazing and fantastical who who doesn't want to live in that world <laughs> absolutely i mean would you say that the evolution of that concept that you guys are talking about would be like pokemon go where like the the monsters in your yeah. phone yet it's also in real life yep. because you're looking through the camera yep. rah rah oh 100% but in in that in that scenario it actually takes the imagination out of the equation because the phone just shows yeah, you on is. the screen what you <laughs> need to imagine. Yeah, you don't need to imagine it anymore. <laughs> it's there. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, and speaking of not leaving things to the imagination. So for my t- title that I'm going to talk about this week, I was uh, strolling through the... I, I always check out what's on special on the old PlayStation store. I've got my PS Plus membership, so I get access to the you know the extra deep discounts that they have there. And I was scrolling through, and I started getting into the nether regions of the, uh, the, the PlayStation special deals list of games... <laughs> And I, I saw a game that caught my eye that I found, like, I was like, what the fuck is this doing on their fucking page for, like, your current specials? It's a game titled Pretty Girls Panic yep. with an exclamation oh point my god. Oh, my God. When you said that, <laughs> when you were leading up into that, yeah. I was thinking to myself, is he going to bring up that bullshit anime yeah, thing ha- that what is it? when hey, I saw hentai, it, I just got pissed off? Hentai versus porn or something like that? I don't is remember. It, no, is it wrong to pick yeah, up girls yeah. in a dungeon? Harem. Har- 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 harem. Bullshit. <laughs> well, oh. like, I... I, I, I Normally, when you're going through the specials on the PlayStation Store, they'd never have something like this pop up there. But hey, it was there. So, this is the the description for the game in the on the PlayStation Store. Socially conservative sea creatures have constructed a water-filled screen to hide the pretty girls from view. Don't panic. Use your special tool to capture sections 
of the barrier and remove them, exposing the girl waiting for you on the other side. Girls will gradually disrobe from stage to stage to reward your success. Just don't get caught if a sea creature crosses your path. Your tool will be broken. Did you just say? Did you just say girls disrobe? Yes, that's yeah, exactly you, what it's. That's like. in the title. <laughs> I think the sea creature. I think the conservative sea creatures were right to protect these girls from being sexualized. No, but they're doing the opposite. Apparently, from his description, the sea creatures are using them as a front or something. <laughs> no, no, they put up barriers to basically protect them from these weird rapey yeah, but adults. They went and found the pretty girls and then used them. They're using pretty Ooh. girls, is what he. What? Oh, Zach okay. Read. Well, that's that's not. That wasn't my takeaway. My takeaway was that they they came into contact with girls that clearly needed protection and adult guidance, um, and and set up and set up some sort of protection but from them. Why would and the your girls want to like dis- go along with this though? He said that you get rewarded. Like they take off. What do they do? What do they do to reward you? Can you repeat that one again? Like, yeah, Zach. Zach, what's the incentive for these girls to take off their if, clothes if they're supposed to be protected? <laughs> Look, so basically, anyway, I was thinking, this is insane. I can't believe this exists. Why does this even exist? I'm like, oh, I wonder. <laughs> does it have a trophy list? So, <laughs> That's the one that you go I've for Googled, now. <laughs> I've, go- I've Googled Pretty Girls Panic trophy list. And bloody, it comes up saying 98% completion rate. I'm like, I understand why this exists now. I have a look at the, in the description, the screenshots of it. I'm like, oh, this looks like one of just those stupid tile-based puzzle games. And yes, (laughs) I'm like, well, here we go. $6.50 and I get a platinum. Oh, and it's also on PS4 and PS5. (laughs) So I purchased Pretty Girls Panic. (laughs) Oh, you shameful man. (laughs) It is absolute trash. <laughs> it is the absolute shame of my platinum trophy list because it, you, when you purchase it, you get both versions. You get two platinum trophies for the price of one. The game is literally just the those fucking you know those you know those ones where you got to like basically like carve out a thing in a square. And then it will fill the square and then whatever it is that's bouncing around will then bounce off of that. It is that game and that's all it is. Oh, you're talking <laughs> alleyway, alleyway where you bounce the ball up onto the blocks and the ball bounces around no, the blocks? No, no, no. So the thing, the things bouncing around are the obstacles, no, which are the sea creatures. He's talking about other things that are bouncy on <laughs> No, well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So it's, you start up the game, it's like every every character depicted is 18 plus. So these are women, not girls, anyway. And they don't, and they don't, they're, they're obviously anime women as well, and they don't appear to be young as well either. They appear to be actual full-age women and didn't seem like they were going for that really super fucked up You know what? You know what? Then don't use girls in your title. Hey, I totally agree. (laughs) But uh, Hey, a lot of sexist people out there still refer to women as girls as well too. Um, Anyway, so... (laughs) Don't buy it. Yeah. Do not buy this game. Do not support this game. I think it was East Asia Soft made this game. (laughs) It is a clear money grab they're just trying to entice you by saying hey look at this it's it, it, it says ma and strong nudity there was actually no anime titties in this game so if you are a horny bastard who's looking to see anime titties you will be disappointed 
it, 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 it'll, it, you basically, it shows them like in a bikini where they may as well really not be wearing the bikini because they've got these ridiculously cartoonishly long nipples that point out through the oh my God. fucking cartoon Ooh. bikini. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking, Ooh. I do not who the hell wants Who the hell likes long nipples? Yeah, I, I, I do not personally understand that, not to kink shame, but I do not understand how people get attracted to drawings of women. But hey, if, if, that's what people are into. That's their own thing. I'm not here to judge. Uh, uh, right. I, it um, just sounds really bad, especially yeah. with like the panic <laughs> in the title, and it's girls that are with panic in it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, girls. What girls are they panicking panic. about again? Like, yeah, yeah, they're panicking because the socially conservative sea creatures have constructed a water-filled screen to hide them. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's good to to indicate. In a sexualized game, that the women there are girls and that they're panicked, <laughs> and it's in the title. That's the title. <laughs> like... <laughs> I know, I know. That's the title. Like, I, I really think they're they're trying to attract the wrong idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I am <laughs> mentally dumber for listening to this. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely. this is this is just crap. Do not, <laughs> do not buy a pretty girls panic. If you're, if it's you're, like you're, the bottom of the barrel of yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, it is the yeah, absolute. Go do bottom. your six hundred hours in breakpoint. I'll take. I'll take. <laughs> I will take one of those casino games that we we're talking about earlier. <laughs> that's being marketed to kids over this. I'd rather use the hook shot and ocarina, to be honest. <laughs> oh, get fucked! Get fucked, mate. That that shit is great. As if. You tell me, you tell me with a straight face that when you used that hook shot for the first time, you didn't. I was fourteen, and there was nothing else that was similar. Like, of course, I like the goddamn hook shot. Oh god! I'm not fourteen. There is a plethora of games that have better hook shots. Whatever. Look, all in all, I think Pretty Girls Panic. If you want, if you want platinum trophies, it's a cheap two platinum trophies. It's two platinum trophies for six dollars fifty. Other than that. Avoid it like the absolute plague. But that'll do us this week for News to Refuse. If you want to tell us what you thought about this alcohol fueled and fatigue-fueled episode of News to Reviews, you can send your feedback to news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. You can also tell us what you think on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter's the best place to keep track of everything we're doing. Our Twitter handle is at News to Reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. And if you can pretty please, if you can, if you do have the time, if whatever platform you're listening to this on allows you to do this, can you please leave us a review? Because it really does help us get into the ears of more peeps out there and just, you know, Makes our day, makes our week, makes our year to see those lovely, lovely Hate mail on hookshots will also be accepted. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what else is oh. lovely and lovely was you as a guest, Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us for our last regular episode of the year. I can't think of anyone better to see out the, the rest of the year with. You're an absolute legend. It's always an absolute pleasure to get to talk video games. Nah, with you. thank you. I'm always grateful when you put me on the big milestone episodes and I, I love this show very much and you guys have done a great job throughout the years. So congratulations to both of you again for a good year. Oh, thank you very much. And oh, God. Thanks, Aaron. You're a treasure. <laughs> absolutely. You, absolutely. Yep, you're, you're the third musketeer in our, in our ring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and, and Lockie, of course, bloody big thanks to you for this year. You show up week after week to talk about miserable shit. <laughs> just stop shit. there. Just stop, just stop there. You show up week after <laughs> week. 
<laughs> you clock in, you clock out. <laughs> Expectations are lowered if you've got to rock up at all every week, and there exactly. you are. Every week. <laughs> exactly. Every week, anytime you do the slightest something, it's, it feels like a big uh, deal. You've got to be here. Who knows? <laughs> no, Lock, Lockie, you. you I'm uh, the PS5 colour of. Lockie, you are an absolute treasure yourself. <laughs> I like I I couldn't do this show without you. Like having you oh, in wait, here, you can, that, you just have, that age you have, chaos. Remember that. Yeah, <laughs> you've done it once. <laughs> it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. But yeah, Lockie. Oh God, roasted. I oh I love Sorry, it. Man. Thank you for yeah. being yeah. here week after week and and going through all the shit and all the fun and and everything. I I couldn't think of a better co-host to have. Yep. I fucking love you. You're a legend. Thank you, uh, thank you, Zach. Back at you. It's uh, it's it's an all right show. It's pretty decent. All right, so certainly not a news to refuse. <laughs> oh dear, I, I don't even know if I can ask you for words of wisdom <laughs> to finish out the year after you just. No, no, no. I'm closing. I'm closing on that. Fair, fair, um, that Merry Christmas, fair. y'all. Oh no! Happy holidays because Christmas is um, secular. Yeah, yeah. Happy well, holidays, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Well, next week, don't don't fear. We won't have a regular episode, but we will have our news to reviews awards part two. Still tagline yet to be decided. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, look forward to that, and we'll have bonus content to keep you all occupied until we get back. Sometime in January, I can't remember what week. I'm too, too drunk at this point to figure it out. But I'm not too drunk to give this fantastic advice, which is everyone out there, please, for the last time in 2021 for our regular episode, take care of yourselves and take care of one another. You watch hook shots become a thing now. Oh. Like now that now that uh, Halo's perfected it, I'm gonna say for first person yeah. anyway. Uh, you watch it become a thing. Mm. Every new game's uh, gonna have it now. Excuse me, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, not perfected though. Like Ocarina nah, nah, of Time perfected. was good. Not what? Are you joking? You had to like press C down, then aim, and then shoot, kind yeah, of thing. Like it wasn't. One. Mate, it was mate, a bit manual. It, it, mate, it. Uh, you press a button for it to put you into first person. No. Aim. And then it and then right. it works. Two steps, aim, too much. Shoot, stop. Yeah, two steps yeah. too much. What's, Batman what, Batman what? Arcade. So you're you saying aiming and... Yeah, so you're saying aiming's too yeah, much. Well yeah, you have to press a button to aim. That's fucked. It's like looking down the sights to use to use a grapple. Batman, you just look up, you don't have to press a button, and then you yeah. just hit R one and you grapple to the yeah. top of the building. Bang. For its time it was good, but not now. Now you can't go. You can't look back and say that's definitely perfection of a grapple. If you have to not, aim, it's already, the blueprints oh, of a grapple. Already lost. Yeah, no, I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> how does how does having that extra button in there improve things, Lockie? I don't I don't see how that works. Uh, I don't know. How does a rainbow make a, a sky more beautiful? Okay, so in in Halo, you shoot the grapple, right? <laughs> you you zoom you zoom up and you keep moving. It's fluid movement. Yeah. With Ocarina, you stop, you shoot the grapple, you stop, then you move again. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. That's not fluid. 